Welcome. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Vince Green. I'm your host, Noel John Dewey. And this is Invasion of the Potty Snatchers. Let's get to it, motherfuckers. You messed it up. I messed it up a little bit. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Noel, we're back. And this time we're going back to the 1980s, 1985, that is, with the Toby Hooper-directed Life Force, this fucking crazy motherfucking movie about space vampires yes i said it it's about space vampires you heard me correctly space vampires based on the book called guess what space vampires come on Noel, talk to me a little bit about life force oh man i feel like such a phony after not even really knowing about this movie mm-hmm. i mean this was just everything that a movie should be a mm-hmm. it should be first all movies should have been made in the a's <laughs> all science fiction <laughs> all science fiction should have been made in the 80s that that should have just been a rule it was cheesy it was campy but it was ambitious mm-hmm. and it was you know it was like over the top like purposely so i and like i thought this was amazing <laughs> I, yeah. I just couldn't believe this went under my radar and mm. uh with patrick stewart showing up and, and everything off oh, just forget about it. absolutely fantastic and english uh, like a british film <laughs> yeah as well yeah. You know, British sci-fi in the 1980s was kind of, especially British sci-fi horror, probably yeah. hard enough to come by. I'm sure better minds than mine would think of a good few examples. But, Alien was made uh, in England, Pinewood Studios. It, was it, was it? Oh, mm. okay. Well, there you go. I suppose that's it. For me, that's an American, you know, yeah. an American. Ridley Scott's American British, film. isn't he? I don't know. You're I the think... director guy. No, I but think he I actually love is. This film. I thought it was just so incredibly 80s, so incredibly over the top. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, the special effects, the absolutely <laughs> pointless nudity. Pointless. I was definitely pointing. <laughs> uh, it was an an awful good and awfully good movie. There. Yeah. How about I, you? No, I found this film by pure chance. Um, I was uh, bored one time, uh, really fucking wrecked after like hard days, right? Or some shit. But I can remember just wafting through Netflix looking for something. I say, I need, I need some cheesy science science fiction. So I was in the science fiction section and I came across this, and I didn't even see what it was about. I just seen, do you know the way in Netflix they uh they have the synopsis to the left, the top of the screen, and to the right they usually have like a little bit of uh, the movie playing, and a little bit of the movie played, and all I seen was. Like some of the, like a special effects shot or something. I think maybe in the body on the bed or something on the gurney with the guy that was drained. And I was just like, play. <laughs> didn't even know what it was about. Like, <laughs> didn't care. I just like, it was like, it's yeah, from the, it's from the right era. It's from the mid 80s. Science fiction. Some I of love. the best films you'll ever see. Mm. Yeah. Big Lebowski. I told you about that before. I found that by pure chance. It just happened to be on RT one night. And I, I was just happened to go, I caught it. It was like the midweek movie they used to have. I caught um I caught the start of it just luckily and I ended up seeing the whole thing. It was the first time I'd ever seen it, never heard about it. And like that's the kind of the way with life force is like, but I, I get these things where I love science fiction from the 70s and 80s and the 60s as well. I yeah. absolutely love that aesthetic, I love that style, I love the the ideas they had of the future and whether or not they coalesced with what actually occurred in the future that we're now living in. And I just love the ideas that they had. And the difference of interpretation they had a futuristic te- technology to the technology we know today. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with these movies, right? So I'm constantly looking for new movies in the science fiction genre that are around the period between the mid-60s to the mid-80s. And then around that time for me, is like the golden age of cheesy sci-fi. And um, that's how I found Life Force. I was just looking for a cheesy science fiction movie from the 80s. It was on Netflix. I was fucking exhausted one time threw it on and i laughed my ass off the entire way oh yeah it's it's fantastic 
fucking. And it, it. You know, it, it was it was clever. You know, it didn't, obviously didn't have the budget you'd have now, and it obviously didn't have. I think it was a big budget, twenty five million now. or something. I think. Yeah, no, that's decent. To be fair, that's actually a very decent budget. Uh, but at the same time, you know, when they were like flying through into the chamber to find the the vampires, mm. and you know, they were all kind of like zero gravity and all that kind of stuff, and they had like wide shots. Mm. And these big open chambers and stuff like that. And I was like, this actually looks really good. Or yeah. some of the bodies that had been, yeah, some of the bodies <clears throat> that had been had their life force drained from them. Like the one guy that runs into his cell uh, door and he's so dry, he just explodes. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, like I, the animatronics and stuff like that. I just thought, yes. Special yeah. effects and are next level. The practical the effects. Special, oh, the practical effects were next level. And that's the thing. Even these cheesy films and films that will, of course, were cheesy and maybe, mm. maybe even cheesy at the time, less cheesy. But no, it looked cheesy to us. Cutting edge. Yeah, it? that's it. Yeah. But there is always someone like an absolute goddamn genius on site. And he's just not necessarily behind the camera or in front of it. Somebody yeah. who works absolutely off site. Yeah. And puts together some apps like the dead, the, 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 the bodies that had their life force drained from them. The, yeah. When you finally see the true form of the vampires, um, the, with our main girl, Matilda May, when she was uh, made entirely of blood and stuff, mm. there was some, it was clever. Like some of it was actually really clever. I still and, do it. Uh, uh, yeah, and she, you know, she will be delighted to hear that she would still no, do she, her if she's made out of blood. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, if she's made out of blood, well, yeah, she's yeah, made completely out of blood. I'm like, a, a real man loves her all year round. <laughs> I dirt, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I just I love the aesthetics of movies from this era and like the as you said the wide angle shots and the shots in space they're very ambitious for a movie from 1985 like you know and obviously you know even though this movie was very ambitious it flopped massively in the, the box office probably the reason Toby Hoover went and went, did Texas Chainsaw Massacre the following year uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2 sorry <clears throat> the following year maybe that's why he returned to something more familiar we were wondering why there was such a big long gap and all of a sudden he went back to it maybe this was the reason the box office failure of life force but like I loved everything he tried, the animatronics, the design of the the space bats, <laughs> um, crazy sentence. Um, but like uh, the design of you said of the drawn the drawn victims that while their life force sucked out of him and the puppets yeah. and the special effects uh, or the practical effects to use or special effects maybe as well that they use when the, they're coming back when that guy comes back from being ensanguinated uh, um, or whatever the word would be that he comes back and drains the other doctor. Do you remember that dude? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and, and that's how it spreads. It's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, so, like, uh, so, no, apart from all the cool things that, uh, and the cheesiness of, what do you make of the, just the general premise of Space Vampires? Uh, yeah, that, you know, <laughs> there is just something. I don't know. Like, I was born in the 80s, but I didn't grow, no, like, I didn't, I didn't come of <laughs> 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 He's an immortal being. His secret is out. He's an immortal oh. being. Oh. Oh, stay tuned. We just have banter like this. His name's No Tuzela. <laughs> I actually did like that. But I I um I there was just something so forgivable. Like there's something mm. that the 80s could do that you're not allowed to do now. Cooking. There's something about the uh, what, what films are expected to be. And when you look back at this and you're just thinking, wow, this just this film was having fun with itself. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? It was both trying to take itself serious on this huge scale and it was mm. taking the piss out of itself on this huge scale. I don't think it was. I, <laughs> there has to have been moments where they were just like, yeah, this is a bit cheesy or a bit like, I mean, when she's in the cathedral <laughs> the, near the end. Yeah, but it's it, cheesy to us. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't cheesy they, back then. Like, 
This is the guy like, who did Texas Chainsaw Massacre, did Poltergeist. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. True, like actually, he, that's true. You know what I mean. So like, that's, there's something in the air in the eighties. There was just something that everyone seemed to agree. Okay, like, <laughs> I I blame it. No, I blame it on hairspray, man. Yeah, sure, yeah. there was cocaine. But I think there was just so much hairspray yeah. all of the time, every yeah. room. Cocaine made you focus. It was the hairspray that was the reason we had these. Colombians importing cocaine through hairspray. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Quite not, you know. Uh, But what an absolutely epic kind of movie. And especially if you do like your films to entertain you, if you like a taste of the 80s, if you like something that's that's colorful and ambitious. This is definitely a film for you. You wouldn't believe that anybody was involved with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was actually involved with this. That, that yeah. I just my brain just doesn't retain that. He did you know, my brain just can't... four or five years beforehand, though, didn't he? What's Poltergeist? Yeah, yeah, no, that one I knew. Well, was, no, no, I mean, like in terms of look at his mainstream um, crossover. Like, uh, what was Poltergeist? I'll check it here. Uh, so, no, sorry, continue on your point. Yeah, I think Poltergeist is about 82. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but you wouldn't think that had his, had his name. What's 82? I yeah. feel smart now. Uh, but I, I don't think it it had any of that flavor. I think so. Maybe you're right. It wasn't supposed to be cheesy. It was supposed to be end of the world, cataclysmic, mm. um, you know, um, ancient aliens slash ancient vampires, one in the same. They're where the myths comes from and all this kind of stuff. Cause I had like professors and doctors were essentially chasing, um, mm. chasing the vampires around. And the men like didn't even get any lines or anything. They just had this one extremely beautiful woman who they just, who they just focused everything around. The dude, the dude it's, got one line near the end. Oh, the, the surviving dude that didn't get killed. Um, I can't remember what the line was, but he had one line. He's he said it to the main character. Do you remember before he turned into a bat? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I that, can't remember yeah. what his line was, but he had one line exactly because it was. It, you should come to me and die or something like that. Some you know shit what I like mean? That. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, "I'll come, all right, or whatever." And he comes dirt. over and stabs him. Yeah, that dart. He's like, "I'll, absolutely... I'll ejaculate. You are dying, <laughs> and I shall spray you with my man, Lord." Yeah, there was this like overt sexiness to them, wasn't there? You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I absolutely, oh man, I love this film. I was just sitting here just absolutely gleeful because I love the 80s era of horror and sometimes you think you've tapped that well dry it's and then something just comes along and you just think, just well done 80s, well man, played. What if if I, I'll t- tell anybody, if you think you found every good movie that's made, by, made in the 80s that's horror or science fiction, just watch, uh, what's it called, In Search for Darkness. Those two documentaries are In Search of Darkness. I always get that name wrong. So either one of those two. Check that out, and like you will come across so many movies you have not seen. That's how I found out about From Beyond. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, there is constant movies, great movie, yeah. There's constant movies that you'll find on those kind of documentaries. The 80s is a well that never runs dry, like, yeah. there's like a gray dry. era for body horror and kind of like acid horror and stuff and like that, you know, horror. like cocaine horror, basically. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was, and, and there is something so like so terrifying about the scope of these sometimes because it's kind of like in the mouth of madness yeah it's not just about like that something's chased you through the wood that was in the 90s yeah mm-hmm. uh but there's it's not just been chased through the woods and been you know cut the ribbons and that's the end of it there's it's like uh it's bigger questions like you know the the origin of man they're like like from beyond's a great example because it was about the pituitary gland in the brain and higher mm-hmm. higher Dirty levels night. of conscious and maybe the, the the vampires were just like a higher level of being and oh it was you know it's supposed to fuck with your brain a little bit some films do it better than others but i always 
kind of like to tap into that. I've never seen one of those films that I didn't enjoy, even in a fun way or in a very overt, just excellent way. But it's, I'm sure there's terrible examples with my experience with those kind of films. They've always they've always just kind of done it for me. So, like, uh, even if they're not the best, they always entertain. That's the best thing. About them. Exactly. <laughs> always, entertain. always entertain. Always. No matter you what. Know, like, uh, without fail. If like, I watched a movie called Arena a couple of years ago, and it's a, it's I found it on Netflix again. I found it around the same time as Life Force, and it's about this guy who's like a human that's on a far off planet, and he's fighting all these robotic aliens in this kind of weird gladiatorial system, and he's kind of dressed like a Pokemon. It's incredible. It's it would be. I, I, I honestly think it should be a future episode. It's that it's that bonkers. I, You're going to everything you. Everything you said was right. I haven't seen it. I don't know what it is. And absolutely every word you said is correct. It's incredible. But um, like, so no, like, I don't like, do you honestly, do you, did you like this iteration of vampires? It's like cosmic drain in the life force. They're just like this weird kind of, I don't know, intergalactic succubus type creature. The only reason we see them as humans because that's the way they wanted us to perceive them. Remember she said that? I reached out. Oh, yeah, because they could be any. I loved it. And that's it. If she was somewhere else in the universe and it was a cre- creature that was like evolved from scorpions, yeah, uh, then she would look like something Me. that would appeal to them, that that is literally just a shape. That's absolutely nothing to them. Because, um, And I, yeah, of course, I loved all of that. I loved all of that. And I loved how cl- clever they tried to make it. You know, because everybody, everybody was at an IQ of like 210, you know, yeah. that was in it. They're all absolutely top of their fields and stuff like that. And uh, but there was just this camp silliness and very little actually got explained. <laughs> yeah. The fucking um, name Life Force is far superior than Space Vampires from the book. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the nose, dude, what's your book about? Uh, uh, let me see. I, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you a little hint. The title is uh, Space Vampires. Yeah, it's like now try fill in the blanks, motherfucker. Yeah, now try fill in the blank. Space vampires, and that's all you're getting from me. <laughs> yeah, so like it's a book I've never read. It's a book I want to read now. Um, I want to see if it's as bonkers as the movie. Um, but I'm not sure if anything could be that uh, that bonkers. But like, I just I'm looking at some of the covers for the actual book, and oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, uh, oh yeah, it, it's just going to be good stuff. Yeah, it's just going to be good stuff. <laughs> But I, I, my words could not do it do it justice. I'm just uh, going to say it'd be good stuff. Yeah, I, I um I like uh, new iterations and new takes and old tropes. Um, this is one of the craziest ones I've ever seen. I'd love to know the thought stream behind the original creator. Do you have the author's name there in front of you? Colin Wilson or something like that. One Colin, Colin Wilson. I I just the the fucking thought stream becomes like vampires. If if they're well, if they're, are they like allergic to sun? Yeah, we again. You put, just <laughs> register that <laughs> under unanswered questions, you know, because you know in space there's a few of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. There's a few of them, and especially if you look like you hide yourself inside of a crystal, that would only magnify. <laughs> And yeah. you're absolutely bollock naked. I might add, yeah. like, you know. But um, outside of the the cheesiness, and uh, I like the interesting take the the cosmic uh, life force draining in place of the the bloodletting, the blood sucking. Uh, they still kept the old trope of uh, being on, held under the trawl of the vampire, and that's kind of how Matilda May kind of controlled a lot of people, apart from her, you know, incredible breasts. Um, but like, <laughs> but like, you know, so like, I like the way it kind of paired up the new iterations of the tropes that inspired it, while it's also keeping some elements of it around. 
I thought, apart from the cheesiness, at least they, it was in. It was a decent attempt at clever storytelling. You know that kind of way. Like, yeah, no, it was, know. it was, it was. It's something original. And, that's the thing, something and there new. is something that the eighties is a victim of its own success. We all loved it, but when we look back on it, we look back on it through these glass, through these X-ray glasses that yeah. you know, people used. Um, <laughs> and and we analyze it in the kind of cheesy, corny way. You know, we we kind of make fun of it. Yeah. And if you even think of properties now that are going back and revisiting it, they're, they're, like I remember when I was watching Stranger Things, the newest episode, and he was talking about his, um, I don't know what type of radio you'd call the radio that he had. It's 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 not coming to me. Walkie-talkie? Uh, no, but the one he wanted to get in touch with his girlfriend that definitely existed, and it turns out she did exist. And, oh, like uh, a shortwave radio or something like that. Yeah, or long, yeah. and he was explaining, like, radio. and this can do this, and this can do this, and this technology, we could talk to somebody a hundred, a thousand miles away, and they're all like, that doesn't sound believable. And you're kind of like, yeah, because this has been made so far in the future that that's yeah, like literally kind of stuff. And you always feel like you're kind of taking the piss out of it all of the time. <laughs> uh, and... uh which is exactly what's going to be done to us in the 40s, you know, mm. and it's, it's just going to go on like that. But I do think that it's hard to look at it through the lens of I'm certainly incapable. Yeah. I'm incapable of not seeing this through the, the absolute magic that I feel in my soul. <laughs> horror. I yeah. just love it, man. Well, uh, and as one of my favorite scenes was, do you remember you touched upon it earlier about the, the visual style that they used to bring into life, with the wide angle shots and all that, the discovery of the ship itself within Haley's Comet's tale. Even that's kind of a cool premise, you know. Um, but when they go into the ship and they find all the kind of the, the humanoid back creatures, like even though this movie's cheesy, that scene was done pretty well. I love those scenes. That's when what I mean. A lot, that was, it was mm. the, 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 they went for wide angle shots. They went for zero gravity. And they went for these kind of open, like alien chambers kind of thing. And, and and it was actually done extremely well. Yeah, it was really you cool know, it looking. Was. Like, it looks awesome. Like, Judging even... on its time. That's mm. all you can do. That's all anything deserves. And yeah, it looked awesome. It looked incredible. I was sitting there and I said it to Sheila a few times. I was, this, I was like, this actually looks really good. Because Space yeah. Vampire, you said Space Vampire's 80s. I was in, but I was <laughs> yeah. expecting it to just be so stupid like yeah. everything about it from like you know, <laughs> out the tail just to be stupid but it wasn't yeah it wasn't it, it was had, just, had it's some... the finest kind of cheese fondue levels of cheese you exactly know? Yeah. you know what i mean like it's just it was just everything about it was perfect like you know even like the crazy effect when uh patrick stewart gets infected and he starts like the blood starts getting drained out of him and shit like do you remember that in the helicopter yeah. <laughs> like, you I know do. what i mean yeah. like, do you remember? It was, I was awesome. like they have. They seem to have one weakness. I've discovered. If you take this huge metal bar <laughs> and drive it as hard as you can through their chests, they don't like that. <laughs> like, Doctor, you're a genius. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even show that scene, didn't they? Not? No, they didn't. No. <laughs> we don't have the budget. What the? That's where they red herring, though, where you think the doctor was going to be dead and they went back and he was alive because we all just assumed when a vampire yeah. thing shows up that he's fucked. But so there was like method to the madness. But uh, oh, God. Do you I, remember? I, I, sorry, go on. No, no, I, I wasn't going to say anything important. Go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. I was just going to say, do you remember the scene when the two MPs are down in the morgue and the two guys keep uh, start coming back to life to start reanimating and they, oh, yeah. they start shooting them? How many bullets do you have to shoot someone before you flee? How many yeah. times do you shoot someone before you res- resign yourself to the fact that maybe bullets aren't going to do the job? They show they, they throw grenades way too late. Like if I empty yeah. one clip in somebody, I'm not reloading. <laughs> okay. I'm either running or throwing a grenade. <laughs> maybe both. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? like, you can, yeah. 
but if something moves in a morgue, I'm trying. I'm opening up with the grenade. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah, day yeah. one, word <laughs> one, just, just grenade. Uh, Doctor Tuhi. Just imagine, just like something like a scalpel falls off a table, yeah, yeah. instantly turn around. Yeah, grenade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. It's like uh, Doctor Tuhi. He was uh, just actually alive. Uh, yeah, no, he was honestly. He would have survived. <laughs> but uh, Doctor Tuhi, he was just an intern asleep on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like you know, get just, it where it lies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still say I was right to throw the grenade just to be sure. <laughs> it's my explosive temper. You'll have to forgive me. <laughs> um, really i don't know how i got through betting to get this show, <laughs> to be completely honest with you. i think they had this grenade during the interview <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I brought this grenade from home says it here why would, why would i be inside an enclosed room with a grenade <laughs> use your head woman <laughs> um but like, like apart from the the cheesiness and all the, the uh, Matilda May awesome nakedness and Patrick Stewart being um, oddly young, but still yeah, fifty. But still not that young, old. yeah. Still, still 60, like fifty five, yeah. He's, he's kind of got that Steve was Martin he born energy. Where he's always seven. He's he's got that Steve Martin always been at least fifty kind of vibe <laughs> yeah. going on, you know. Like like, Steve Martin's aged a bit, but like you know, he still looks like the he did with the man with two brains and stuff. Yeah, he's kind of like Benjamin Button, but he never got young. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's exactly <laughs> but it just it, got know? taller. Like, it just sure, got taller. Yeah. Pretty pictures of Steve Martin when he's like 12, gray hair. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones when he's 12, covered in wrinkles. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Tommy Lee Jones sitting down, he's just like, well, them crayons. I don't know about them crayons, but um, <laughs> when I was just uh, seven years old, I got a story I could tell you about crayons. My papa, you know what I mean? Like that'd be Tommy yeah. Jones at 12 years old sitting at recess. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mike yeah. Shannon would be another one of those, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mike Shannon came out of the womb 40 years old. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and he wasn't allowed to do show and tell because the teacher was just too afraid. Yeah. He was just never allowed. He's just sitting there with those intense eyes. Yeah. Up going, You're, too like intense, to go You're too intense, Michael. You're too intense, Michael. Yeah. Nobody wants to see your fucking diorama, Michael. You're too intense. <laughs> Jesus. Nobody wants to play with you, Michael, and I get it. I get why you don't want to play with you. I'm on their side. <laughs> but, um, what do you think of the, the the kind of relationship between the two main cast and this the 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 I know was he like in a, a descendant of vampires, space vampires, or something? I have the uh, guy that arrived and he was like, "Ooh, I feel like I might have been here." Yeah, the, the the guy that absolutely hammed it up. He was brilliant. Mm. Uh, like he the, the second he arrived, the press and everything were there, and um, he was just like, "No, not now." And he goes in and goes, what, what's happening on the ground? You know, I need to know. And he just had that. Yeah, he just immediately had that presence. I was like, this guy is so unnecessarily over the top. I just love him. Dr. Bukowski. No, I'm talking about the, the astronaut dude that was in love with your one. Matilda May. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dr. Uh, Tom Carlson. Is that, oh, is that his name in the movie or real life? That was his name in the movie, yeah. His name in real life is Steve Railsback. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see his name on the credits, actually. Yeah. Because yeah, I was like, that's an odd name. I love the fact that he just confesses to everything and they're like, cool, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I let her loose. It's like, cool, yeah, no. Now look around. <laughs> Not the best move there, Colonel. You know, <laughs> you destroyed the world, pal. <laughs> Let's just say it was my bingo, Alpha Delta. 
<laughs> but that was that was another cool scene where he was destroying the ship and trying to escape on the on the pod and stuff like that. I thought you know there was there was a little bit of love put into it. You can make fun of it night and we have, but there was definitely <clears> some love in yeah. a lot of these scenes. What you think of the design of the the bat humanoids? Oh, I loved it, man. It was actually for me, I, I went back to the, the end of Hellraiser where mm. this homeless guy that you've seen earlier in the film, <laughs> uh, he comes back and uh, you see him eating maggots in a pet shop, eating like, you know, bird feed or whatever. Yeah. And um, he he picks up the box and then he turns into this being. And it looked like one of those vampires, except no flesh, no organs, just yeah. the actual skeletal. It's like a skeletal demon kind of thing. No organs. Yeah. And it just, but to me, it looked like, it looked like that. It, when it was alive, you know, like that yeah. flesh, it kind of har- it harkened back to that for me. Although I suppose Hellraiser would have been a year after anything, but I thought it looked great. I mean, yeah. I thought it was abso- an absolutely fantastic reveal. Mm. Yeah, no. What about uh, you? Did it, did it tickle your foot, your horror bone? Uh, yeah, no, I, I love the design, uh, kind of like the old school demonology type thing, like, you know, that winged creature from the uh, biblical text, you know, that kind of thing. So I, uh, I, I love that. I love the cheesiness. But I loved uh, something, a word you said uh, a couple of times that it was ambitious. Like I loved that it tried to pull that oh, off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, no and matter like, how you feel about it, you couldn't yeah. accuse that. You couldn't yeah. accuse it of not trying. Yeah. You know, so like I loved uh, the my favorite practical effect in the entire movie was the emaciated body for sure. On, on in the morgue when like you know and that starts reanimating and come back to life moving around that's my favorite special effect in the movie but the bat design was really fucking cool it was really elevated and for 1985 it was a really ambitious thing to try and do and put on film and like I think they did a pretty good fucking job like for most of this film it's cheesy as fuck but apart from the acting being so corny a lot of the stuff is really cool looking you know what I mean so like no before I let you get the fuck out of here right um what 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 is your final thoughts on life force? Like like what Jeff, would you are you now chomping at the bit to see more cheese like this? Yes. It's like it, it, it's well, it's not nothing will ever be on the level from of killer clowns from outer space. Yeah, but this just this just delighted me. It was it was so of its time. It was nice to see it from kind of an English perspective, as opposed to kind of you know, as we often do, we've seen it from an American perspective. It yeah. was nice that it like we already said, it's nice that it tried so hard. But at yeah. the same time, even when it's shortcomings, there's still it's still just such a delightful film <laughs> that you just you, there's nothing, almost nothing you wouldn't forgive it. Yeah, like you were never thinking when is this going to be over. I the time flied when I was watching this. Yeah, absolutely flied. So no, I, I I'm thinking if anyone likes a little touch of a little touch of the eighties and something you can switch your mind off and just kind of enjoy the aesthetic of. And the storyline of and and the and the shortcomings of uh, mm. because again everything about this was enjoyable to me that I could not recommend it. I think it's a slightly hidden, obviously not hidden to everyone, but a slightly hidden gem, and I'd recommend it. You, yeah, um, yeah, no, like um, I, I, I have recommended it to you, and uh, <laughs> and shall continue uh, yeah. to others. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I do recommend this film quite a lot. Like um, I think it's just, it's pure cheese, and it's like you're always entertained by it, and because of how fucking insane it is from the outset no matter what occurs in the style or the type of practical effect to use to make it occur you you just you, you don't blink you just you're just like oh checks out like you know what i mean you, you never criticize the movie for what it tries because of no. how crazy it was from the get-go so you're just like okay i mean i just like you're just like fasten your seatbelts i'm here for the fucking ride and that's what life force is from the minute they find that alien ship 
I was just like, holy shit, what is this fucking movie? And I need to see every minute of it. And like, and that's what like, it's just pure cheese, pure enjoyment. It's every bit uh, of what made the 80s so much fun, so much fucking so unique. This style of story because it tried different things. Because like only in the 80s would someone look at the book and say space vampires and go, okay 25 million make that motherfucker and let's see how it goes and that's what life force is <laughs> yeah you know I, mean? Like, <laughs> I mean this film should have just come out and been called fuck you yeah you know just it should just be called snort cocaine <laughs> yeah snort cocaine co- uh, allegedly or something whatever comes just legally <laughs> uh, but yeah that's it folks that is life force i yeah. mean just just check it out. <laughs> oh, what else do you want? What more do you want from us? Just check it out. Yeah, you won't, it, we can't do it justice. Yeah, it's amazing balls. And I and I just want to say one thing I love about the 80s before we go is blue lightning. We don't see enough blue lightning anymore. That was the best. Where's the blue lightning gone? <laughs> yeah. We're all the blue lightning gone. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at you, Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be one. But um, <laughs> yeah, so like it just it is everything the mid 80s fucking awesome and yeah and that's that's what life force is so like motherfucker you've anything else to say we get the fuck out no here. let's get the fuck out of here all right folks uh that was invasion of poly snatchers i'm your host Vincent green i'm your host Anton Tui. and uh that was life force check it out it's so fucking cheesy space vampires that's all you need to know <laughs> peace <laughs>